10-15 years ago it was much easier uh, to understand these design roles but with advancement of technology and advancement of the idea that uh, the softwares that we build is actually for the users and designers need to put users in the center of everything there came the need for designers to evolve as user interface or user experience designers these are different from your traditional web designer roles because maybe if you'd ask me in 2007 when i first started design we didn't really have the concept of UX you know designers at their discretion uh, believed a certain thing would work versus a certain thing that would not work and then they would use that discretion to decide what the product would look like that's that's what they did all the softwares all the websites and all the other kind of applications that they built was built around the principle that these designers knew what they were doing fast forward couple of decades today you look at it and it's it's a different landscape altogether because designers don't just create things based out of their decisions or based out of their perception of what the software needs to look like today a lot of this is determined by what the users do how the users interact and how how the users solve their problems and that has led us to some really interesting challenges of what the designers do today. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how you... In today's episode, we're going to look at some of the designer roles and understand what each one of these means. And you as a starter as a as a fresh learner you can get an idea of of where you need to be in x number of years versus where you stand today and also we will discuss how these roles differ of vertically versus uh, horizontally like for example what does it mean to be a ux researcher versus what does it mean to be a front-end engineer and things as such so let's just break it down point by point and discuss a designer so what does a designer mean a designer is an umbrella term and in today's context calling yourself just a designer is going to be injustice and also very confusing because there are so many other kinds of designers who exist out there you have your fashion designers you have your architects you have your you know motion designer 3d designers i mean there are a ton of different designers though Traditionally, we have been programmed to understand designer being the guy who does Photoshop. That definition does not work anymore. So in today's context, your designer needs to be prefixed or suffixed by one of the uh, kind of designer you are. You could be a graphic designer. What does a graphic designer do? A graphic designer is that person typically who works on Photoshop or Figma. They are visual designers, meaning they create things for us to look at. So most of these graphic design elements are, in today's context, again, I need to contextualize 2022. It's probably those social media posts, probably those banners, probably those brochures, those PDFs that you download, those kind of designs that 
are the traditional print design so that has evolved into graphic design because you know i can see a lot of designers even those designers who i know don't print their stuff anymore companies are not printing brochures anymore they're sending it out as pdfs so yes of course you gotta design things the way uh, you know they were designed for print but the circulation has changed the medium has changed and that's created the need for uh, print designers as well to evolve as graphic designers Typically, uh, on, on, a, on a daily basis, a graphic designer would create JPG artworks or PSD artworks, and they uh, that would be circulated uh, as images. So basically, the outcome of, of a graphic designer's work is going to be one of those uh, display signages or those banner ads or, or those pamphlets, brochures and stuff as such. Then, what does a front-end designer do? A front-end designer is kind of a disputed term because a front-end designer by technical means is, is not possible to achieve because you can either be a front-end engineer or you could be a website designer or a web page designer. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to glorify the traditional web page designer and call them front-end engineers or front-end designers. But these guys are basically the guys who write the front-end side of things of, of the apps that we work. Perhaps they are writing HTML, CSS in the past, but that definition of HTML slicing is not relevant in 2022 because we are as designers, as front-end designers or front-end engineers are no longer writing HTML, CSS. And if you're writing HTML, CSS, then you are just creating additional work that you need to go back and rework. Because what I mean is in today's context, you don't really write HTML, CSS per se because this HTML CSS today alone is not going to be sufficient. You know, it has to be either a React application, it has to be a React Native application, or it would be one of those, you know, Webflow or Squarespace or Wix kind of things that you can't really just have, you know, HTML CSS slicing anymore because you're just creating yourself a lot of unnecessary work because you go back and convert that into some other, uh, you know, platform specific components. So, now front-end guys just don't write html css anymore that's why that's that's where the dispute comes in because you know these guys are doing like hardcore engineering thing like writing javascript components is kind of engineering work it's not really design work is what i believe so unless you're just you know doing plain old html css but who does that anyway you know so, so i kind of feel that term should not be used so i would not use the term front-end designer I, I would call them front-end engineers and you know like maybe tuck them away into a separate department away from designers because this is not really design work that they're doing so it, it's kind of tricky it, it does you know have those a lot of overlaps and it's kind of confusing even to front-end engineers whether they belong to the design team or not but uh, I, I kind of think they do uh, but again they don't and that is the dispute that Constantly, I see companies battling with how, where do we fit our FE team? Uh, best way outside the design team, I would say I would not make them a part of the design team because they're not doing like proper design work. But if you are already moving into the no code direction, like writing Webflow or Wix or Squarespace, perhaps, you know, your designers who are doing like you know on browser design those guys could be called you know bring back the term web page designer somehow and and, and use it uh, 
because I know I know I, I've never heard anybody say Webflow designer. Uh, so I, I would typically still call it website designer, but I don't know. I mean, you know, it, 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 I, I don't have an answer here. But again, you get the idea. So you know, the, the, this this specific group of designers who are writing, you know, the front end side of uh, a website, the that the user interface part of things. So so you get the idea. Front end designers typically write uh, the, the 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 front facing side of. Uh, applications that the user interacts with. Now again, this brings us to our next point, user interface designer. Now, what does a UI designer do? How is it different from a front-end designer? Well, to my understanding and my opinion, I think UI designers are these guys who are not working directly on the interactive components, but their job is to create the simulated version of of these applications on a, on a on a digital design tool like Figma or Adobe XD, where they simulate this user experience side of things into actionable prototypes or mockups. Again, prototypes could be a specific work that a UX designer does, but you know a UI designer without UX knowledge is going to be a very very odd skill. So you know a UI designer needs to understand how UX designers work. So yes, I would expect UI designers also be able to do prototyping, but these are the guys who create the uh, overall style and overall user flow. So I think a user interface designers are those guys who would create the front-facing styles of the page. What does your font look like? What does your color look like? What are the spacing specs? What is the artboard look like? What does the artboard look like and stuff as such? Typically, they would create style guides. Style guides are the specifications of, of what your software needs to look like. So we know we have blue button, 14 pixels, bold font, and then you have five different variations of it, which is like a outline, which is a ghost button, which is a text button. You know, they create all these things, then they would create a library for you to use it. So that is what we call a, a component library or a style library, where you have all these specifications of colors, which colors to use on a button hover, which color to use on a button press and stuff as such. So a UI designer is going to create all those stuff and they would also create the screens the actual screens of our system so every individual screen will have specific actions it could be a desktop app it could be a mobile app it could be other forms of apps so they would write uh, they would create these uh, versions of different uh, screens which we call frames in an artboard and that would be what uh, would be used on a typical user testing it would be looked at by the users while they're being tested and they wouldn't tell us whether the UX works or not. So in order for the UX to work, a UI needs to work. So that's where the UI designers step in. And also that's why a lot of the times you're gonna hear these words UI, UX designers used together because it's very, very much interrelated. You know, you cannot expect the one to survive without the existence of the other. So that's why, you know, UI, UX designers mostly work on tandem. But in 2022, these uh, skills are 
being separated for good because now what's happening is you know ux itself is a monster it's a huge huge uh universe of its own so designers who are trying to do both kind of get uh sidetracked and they get like lost because there's so much to do so ux designer that's why it's becoming a separate skill now a ux designer is different from a ux I designer is because now UX designer is figuring out how these screens work, right? So what is the choreographed path? What is the, how does the user get from screen A to screen C? And what are all these steps that they need to take to get there? Is the information that is displayed on each of these screen meaningful? Does the user, does it make sense for the users? Does it complete the action? Will the users get lost while they are navigating through these screens that the UI designer has created? What are the images that we're gonna use? What is the, you know, contrast ratio of, of colors? Man, come on, that is a UX skill. It looks like a UI skill, but you know, a UX designer needs to know, you know, what is the sweet spot with colors and stuff like typography that is the font legible and things as such and of course and how is the ux designer going to make those decisions based on data in one of my recent videos i've talked about how user testing is done so user uh, experience designer would take these mockups and prototypes to their users and they would ask the users to go through it, review it, try to use it and see if it makes sense for them. And then they would collect that data in various forms. It could be qualitative data, meaning what does it mean for the user versus quantitative data, which means how many users were able to complete that action in a given period of time or stuff as such. They would use all these data points to make those decisions. 50% users were not able to get past the third screen because the button on that page was so-and-so it didn't make sense for the users they couldn't recognize the button that's why there was a drop-off all right now that is a data point for ux designers now what they would do is they would work with ui designers to go to that third screen and fix that thing whatever was causing the issue with users not being able to proceed further and then they could retest it a ux designer's typical day-to-day -day job would involve things like these you know having this prototype in hand, showing it to users, collecting data, iterating. And, and this process kind of keeps repeating until they have mastered the product, which is ready to be rolled out into development phase. That's what a typical UX designer does. Now, you might also have heard this term product designer. You know, a lot of designers these days are using the term product designer. So what does it mean? Is it a, a fancy UX designer or what is a product designer? Well, yes. There is some reality to the fact that product designers are UX designers, but all UX designers are not product designers because you know, a product designer typically does slightly much more than what a UX designer works. A UX designer's work is mostly based on the user flows, on how the experience looks and feels like, whether users are being able to successfully complete the tasks or not. But a product designer has much more on their plate because now a product designer would also need to understand whether a certain design decision is relevant for the company. Is, is this profitable? Will the users, after using this feature for uh, an extended period of time, help build a habit for the users for their good or it could make more money for the company or stuff as such. So those are the kind of one of the examples that I have in my mind regarding product designers who are people who are thinking higher than 
you know, UX designers because they also need to understand and recognize, strategize the future of the application. How are we going to roll out these features? What do the individual feature mean for the development team? What does it mean for the product team? What does it mean for the users? What does it mean for marketeers? And stuff as such. There's so many other departments, other people a product designer needs to work with that their task is burdened with things like you know the viability of building out this product now versus building it in six months all right my development team is working on feature a and then we have this feature b in backlog do i prioritize it now or later a product designer needs to make that call because they need to take into account the fact that where is this product heading what is the completion time what is the adoption time how does this fit into the overall business logic of the company? You know, it's like being a UX designer with many, many additional steps, but man, it's totally worth it. Being product designer is so awesome because you know you get to do with so much things. At this point of time, when you have graduated from a UI UX designer to product designer, your pixel time is gonna be reduced dramatically because I, I, I realized that myself because when I was promoted from a UX designer to product designer I was like I, I hardly used Figma for I don't know two hours a day and rest of the day I was doing other things you know non-design things that a designer needs to do that's what a product designer does and again the roles and responsibilities of each of these positions don't just increase uh, horizontally but also vertically because being a, a, a junior product designer has lesser things to worry about on the plate versus a senior product designer or a lead product designer or a principal product designer so each of these product designers with that you know in varying degrees of uh, uh, responsibilities is denoted by uh, uh, an additional prefix to their title which means that their their work is just getting difficult uh, so you know what uh, a product designer uh, maybe at 25 whereas a lead product designer is at 50 you know and a principal product designer is got to be at 100 otherwise it's not going to work so you know just the role intensifies and and then there are more uh, career paths you could even go extend this forward and and become you know the head of department or you could be a director of design what does a director of design um well it's it's a, it's a tricky position you know it's, it's like you know doing everything you know so, so when you when you're at that point when you become a director of design you're basically doing things that you know an associate designer does and also doing things that a principal product designer does and versus you have your additional responsibilities to the company moving the company forward helping drive sales forward you know like innovating new things new innovating innovating new ideas and innovating new processes so that you know your designers can work better you know tracking their kpis tracking their okrs and making sure that they're performing well and making sure that they have a bright future career ahead you know these rules just keep getting difficult so just imagine that you know in like any other uh, departments the, 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 the intensity of work does get difficult as you as you move up the ladder but you know the, I think the more major issue that a lot of designers I see is, is that they struggle with these uh, job titles it's very tricky you know a lot of people just use uh, you know the wrong title just to look cool I've seen a lot of uh, 
front-end designers, uh, in, in air quotes, uh, using the term UI UX designers, uh, but they're not doing any UI UX work. And that, that's so rampant. I see that a lot, you know, like a lot of designers calling themselves UI UX designers, but you know, they're just, they're just HTML, CSS guys or WordPress guys. You know, it, 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 it's not slightly what it is. And then again, product designers is a term that you know, some UI designers use. I mean, of course, you are helping build the product, but a product designer does much more than what a UI designer work. And then there's this very funny term that I see quite often called UI engineers. So what is a UI engineer is my question, you know. And again, I, I, I'm not a big fan of designers using, you know, engineers, uh, the engineer term, because, you know, designer itself is a self-fulfilling term. You don't need to attach, you know, an engineer engineer term just to make it sound more technical because yes, design is technical, but it's not that development technical. So companies kind of tend to use wrong terms and then they have wrong expectations. And then you know, I've seen a lot of designers who go out there and apply for a UI UX position and turns out it's it's a you know it's a it's a CMS manager role because you know companies do that. They they do that because they, they, I I know I knew an e-commerce website that was looking for a UI UX designer, but, and their role basically was entering new products into the e-commerce catalog. Kind of very, very misleading. Yeah, because that's also important on the employer's side to understand and set expectations. And also on designer's side to ask questions to make sure that they're the right fit. And also evaluate yourself correctly because that's something a lot of people, including me at times, we kind of end up, uh, you know, evaluating ourselves higher than what we are I mean, the, the you know, a typical Dunning-Kruger effect kicks in and like, oh, of course I've worked two years in design I'm, I'm the principal designer so you know you that, that feeling there it's there it's, it always feels more empowering to you know consider yourself higher than what you are but you know it kind of becomes deceptive and it becomes a hurdle in your career path career development so it's also important to evaluate yourself correctly so you and your manager your supervisor can do that you know, create a realistic evaluation uh, and, and, and make sure that you are doing what you call yourself. So I think, yeah, that, that's, that's important. It's, it's, it's not a big deal. It's not a, it's not a deal breaker, uh, you know, but of course it can be confusing. Uh, so I don't, I don't want anybody to be confused. So yeah, that's, that's what it is. There's so many different ways you could title yourself on your business card, but your work shows who you are. And, and I think that is the most important thing. Well, thank you so much for listening to this and I will see you in the next one.